Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Catholic Stuff You Should Know, focus on the you. A J10 initiative. The only J10 initiative, as we should say. Is it the only J10 initiative? It is. Six years, here we are. We still still have one. Uh, This is uh, Father John and Father Mike coming at you. Okay, so here's the problem. I'm feeling a little <laughs> giddy today, and um, this thing has 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 da- backslided. What do you call that? Like slid, mudslided. He's going to make a critique Whatever. on what happened to the podcast. Yeah, no, I'm going to talk about the, the podcast because I helped start this podcast, <laughs> and now it has it has descended into ridiculousness. And I have to read. I have to read on iTunes that this is the Beavis and Butthead of podcasts. <laughs> And I resent that because this was a very serious project. We prefer once. Bill and Ted's, but uh, and some people put that actually. Beavis so. and Butthead. Goble, will you take the microphone? From Good him? work. Maybe I just I needed to get that out. Here's I, what's happening. You don't have we're to say we're all a little angsty right now because um, you know Denver, Colorado just turned into Venice like in the last four days. That's true. There was like yep. cars coming down the street, floods everywhere, chaos, trying to get animals into the into the ark, and uh, it's crazy. So Goble's upset and. <laughs> I thought maybe I could invest in a uh, like one of those gondolas. Yeah. The guys sing. I can't sing, but I could like row the gondola. Hey, Goble, do you want to join us on this podcast today? Sorry, I'm having a good time. There's one person. I don't have. I don't have a set go, of headphones. Go. We have one studio audience, and her name is Andrea, and uh, she is a distraction to Nathan right now. And so we're gonna try and get him to focus. I know that sounds bad, but uh, I'm here. He's here. We don't really have a topic. We but have a topic. We have a topic. Mike wants yeah, to keep this podcast at eight minutes, too. So I'm going to start Well, that that's, that's true. Because he said that's the way it used to be. That much is true. I do like to keep it short and sweet. How do you just feel like about that? Just like that stash. Just like my mustache. I grew a mustache in France. It's horrific. And I brought it back to Denver thinking that it would be really impressive. But I don't have, um, I don't have the ability to grow facial hair. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Do I have low testosterone? Because that's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know. We have Archbishop Schaap, you said that baldness is caused by high levels of testosterone. Really? Because I got a full head of hair. I just got a lame mustache. Right. Well, I mean, you look at Chris Lebsock and, okay, there, there you He gets go. mentioned in every podcast, by the way. Well. The man crush continues. The, the uh, I'm, pretty, I'm, like, I'm pretty secure in my manhood. But yeah. This, the mustache isn't working for me. You know, if anybody's you got, got any you, advice you out there. You can't have facial hair and the kind of the poly bleaker thing going at the same time. This Catholic stuff you should know, just in case you were <laughs> wow. just tuning in late. Okay, so hopefully... Uh, need to, I did bring some if they're Catholic still, stuff. If they haven't turned it off at this point, uh, Father Mike, oh boy. tell us about what happened. You disappeared, you left Denver, and uh, you've been... I am abroad. Well, I went satisfied with the podcast. Craig, Colorado. I had a great time in some parishes for a couple of years, and then went to Rome, Italy for the last year to study the Bible. I'm doing a license. Nobody, no, no, nobody knows what that is, and I, I just realized I don't want to explain that. I really don't. He has I'm getting, very, I'm getting a license. He has very few words that he can say that any of us understand anymore. Yeah, I'm getting very limited. So, what is a license? You want to explain that real license quick? License gives me permission to teach in a uh, Catholic institute, like a seminary. Okay, okay, very good. And uh, that's a how many year process? That's a three year process for me. Three year process. Yeah. And you're living in Rome, and uh, we all came and visited. Which was amazing. That was great. And by we all, he means just the priests. (laughs) That's true. The deacons were left to serve table. That's right. Someday. So we could be free to pilgrimage together. Someday, Nathaniel. You were in Switzerland. 
I wouldn't really be complaining. I'm not. That's a pretty beautiful place, too. That's right. But Go- Roma is the città eterna. That means the eternal city for all you non-Italian speakers. Very That's nice. Right. How's your Italian, Goble? Eternally cheetah. Eternally cheetah. I didn't ever think of the animal. Now, uh, Michael, Father Michael. Yes? You're studying the Bible, but what do you want to teach us today about the Bible? Ah, okay, so I, I studied the languages and history of the Bible <laughs> in order to be an exegete of Catholic theology. No, no, it's not theology, it's exegete. That's it. <laughs> I think you've what? lost, you've lost your touch. He What's keeps the <laughs> No, I like these Stop. pregnant pauses. I'm trying to spice it up a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys are t- total radio the personalities ex- now. <laughs> no, no pregnant pauses. <laughs> He's trying to Dude, sabotage. Just, just exegete something. Okay? okay. Okay. So I want to tell you, I study. Hey, quit he, touching your mustache. It's really weird. I so. stu- you have to. St- it's like tickles. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no more pregnant pauses. Here we go. All right. So uh, how much time does he have? I study left? two minutes. <laughs> I study uh, Hebrew, and I wanted to share with you some Hebrew words from the Old Testament that are packed with Catholic stuff you should know. Okay. Sounds like Jewish stuff. I'm you should popping know. into the microphone again. Okay, uh, the first one is right at the beginning of the Bible. You have this phrase about how everything before... <laughs> this is not going to work if you're going to snore through the thing. You can Sorry. get, you know those like nasal... They pull, pull out your nostrils, Breathe those right. strips. Breathe right. Breathe right. Strips. Yeah. Okay. okay. Can at I, the beginning of the Bible. We're all listening. Right. Well, like, all right, maybe I have to confess. I am a nerd and I study nerdy stuff. Listen, for once, we're not going to hear about what Balthazar thinks about the Yeah, Bible. that yeah, is true. Would that you like true. to hear more Balthazar? No, no, no. We don't. Okay, so you're going to hear about Tohu and Vibohu. <coughs> tohu and Vibohu. And you, have you heard about Tohu and Vibohu? Once or twice. In a Scott Hahn book, actually. Yeah? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Father Keeps His Promises. It's a great book. It's recommended. Tohu, Vibohu. I will, but this is my so version. So you went to right? Rome to get a doctorate. And you're studying what my mother is reading in Scott Hahn books? What are you doing? <laughs> Let me go on with my exegesis here. So then, uh, when the, before the world is created, the earth was Tohu and Vibohu. Or the, well, whatever was, was Tohu and Vibohu. Formless and void. Formless and void. Very good. The Goebbels room last year in the basement. Thing All right. So formless and void, what does that mean to you? What is formless and void? Um, what did Scott Hahn in his book tell you? Well, he didn't really say much, actually, about it. He just said then he filled it with form. In the first three days, he form, he fills form? it with form. In the last three days, he, he fills inhabits the void. The yeah, void. Inhabits, yeah. Is that the right order? Formless and void. So he form separates, is he separation. Separates light and darkness. Uh, sky. Sky and earth. earth. I don't know. And then, and then light, sea and, and land. no, sea and land. Sea and land. And then he inhabits it <laughs> with the sun and the moon, with the birds Plants. and Plants. the fish, <laughs> and then the creeping things. Right? Yeah, I just, that, that's right. That's not exactly right. <laughs> that's, that's actually right. It's just funny the way we're, that's we're re- It's really, really it's, mu- it it's much more than I was going to say. Okay, can I, can I have an aside? <laughs> yes, please. I I'm want not a, sure we I want attention. I'm not sure we've started anything yet, but... Okay, tell us. So, just so, I mean, because we barely can get through the first, like, paragraph of the Bible and remember it, you know, verbatim, mm-hmm. you know, have an idea of, like, what God well, was I doing. Well, I wasn't asking for salvation history. Well, Go okay. on. Anyway, so in our confession practicum, our, we had a quiz on um, what are the Ten Commandments. And uh, you had to put them in the right order. 
And so I was like, oh, okay. So if you have to put them in the right order, I think the ones that I'm going to mess up are the last ones, you know. Um, so I started from 10 and worked my way back to one. I got to four and couldn't remember three through one. And then I looked back and realized I'd got all like six through 10 out of order. So <laughs> it's good that we're going through the first paragraph of Genesis because um, sometimes it's stuff that we just pass over, you know, in hopes that we can like glean something from, you know, a Swiss theologian. Stuff you should know. But That's we right. but we need to get back to the basics. Back so to the this basics. Is good. That's true. And first paragraph. There is in there are Catholic things you should know that are a little more technical than the abstract philosophy Not my theology topic, but goals of for sure. Hans Urs von Balthasar. We did like two like, Balthasar topics. Come on. Okay, everybody, write in for that comment. Uh, <laughs> okay, so then you got Tohu. Don't Babohu. touch your mustache. Gosh, it's, it weirds me up, man. All right, well, every time he says something funny or put smart, on, put, on does the, a, put on the blinders. Oh my gosh. So the world was formless and void, and then they just gave you a very good explanation of the whole chapter. All I was going to say was that that means it's chaos, right? Yeah, right. It's, it's wild. Everything's out of order. It's a mess. Everything is a mess. And God does what? He brings order, right? He says, with his word, he says, well, this should be light and this should be darkness. And he separates things. He's, he brings order to things. He's bringing things into being and he's putting them in, in the proper order. Okay. And then at the end, you have this conclusion in the creation story that everything is as it should be. It's at rest. And God is at rest because everything is good. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Why does he create chaotically? Why does it start with chaos and then he orders it? Well, he, did, he didn't create the, 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 the tohu vabohu. According to this story, it's later just, later in in Maccabees, you will have a reference to God creating everything ex nihilo. But in that story, it just says in the beginning God created, and He took the the chaos and He brought order to it. Okay, put it in its place, right? So there was there was a tradition of creation ex nihilo, but that comes like more specifically from a later time. Hmm. But isn't barach the Hebrew word? Barach, yeah, create out of nothing. Well, he, yeah, it means yeah. it's different. I read than, that in Father Keeps His Promises. Right. Also. Well, there's two words. There's one is yatsar, means to form something right. that already exists, but right. you're going to form it into something specific. And then there's barach, which is more like uh, bring something into being or give it being or whatever. So okay. it, it, there's some of that there. Okay. My point is simply that the, it's all chaos, and then God brings order to this culminating place of peace. Okay. Very nice. Oh, Tohu okay. and vabohu. barashit? Is that the no, better better sheet, sheet is in the, in the beginning. beginning. Yeah. In, oh, the beginning. in the beginning. Or in the head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's our first okay, so Hebrew lesson. Tohu vabohu. Well, well, but here, here's the, this is the reason I really love that concept of tohu vabohu. Lots of people know about life being a mess. And yeah. we have some very specific language like there's sin in the world. I'm sinful. You're sinful. That messes up the world. There's a, there's concepts, theological concepts like original sin and actual sin to talk about that. We talk about the absence of good or the deprivation of good. All of these very specific ways and, and, and kind of theologically elaborated ways of talking about problems. Right. But there is also just simply the mess. Tohu and vabohu. Your life is tohu vabohu. My life is tohu vabohu. Without Christ, everything is a mess. It's chaos. It doesn't have meaning. It's not in order. And there's no peace. But when you have God there, things get put into order. It's not like 
there, there are things there that are beautiful, but that we can't access, you know, like families are broken. You can talk about tohu vabohu. There, there are real relationships that should be in, in place, in order. And, uh, and we know that, that, that they're, they're created, they're real, there's potential love there, but it's so hard to do because I can't forgive somebody or um, something has to change in them or uh, in me, and I can't do it. So we need God to bring in uh, peace from an, an order from the tohu vabohu, the big mess. So I like this concept as a way of talking about how life is messy and mm-hmm. God can change that and bring new order. And it seems like there's two kinds of cultures that come out of the fall, or at least tend towards the fall. And that's the cultures that are just totally fine with the tohu wabohu. And then there's ones who freak out and try and order it themselves. Like my German heritage, right? Yeah. Order musain. Yeah. Order must be. But I don't know what's worse, actually, if you just kind of wallow in chaos. Rome's kind of like that. Yeah, you know? it can it's be. It's just kind of, you know, yeah. there's the dogs running in and out of the church and, you know. It's all yeah. a, people yeah. urinating on walls. But there's a, and there's a like very that. different there's a very different connotation between order as kind of a a technocracy or um, a uh, what's those people called dictatorship where like everything is uniformity. Is, yeah, everything is as I intended to be and no way else. Like, but when God has order, um, it's it's like you're saying everything is as it should be and everything is reflective of his orderedness um because god is i mean god is beautiful and he's not just sort of like you know i don't know but i think this well, is well i the- think let me add this point that the, the story doesn't say that God made Adam and then Adam brought order to the world, right? right? And it, it, it doesn't work like I bring order to my world. I can save myself. I can save the people around me if only I have God around. Yeah. I need to trust that God is bigger than me and but bigger Adam, than my chaos and bigger than the world's problems. But Adam brings disorder, right? Eventually. Yeah. At first, I mean, you could you could argue that Adam is bringing order when he's naming the animals because he's sharing in the work of God this right. way. And so there's there's parallels. God has invited man into this work, but then after the fall, it's a mess. Right. And it's a mess. So so uh, it just kind of descends into the tohu vabohu again right. in those early chapters until God has to start over by washing everything down. Right. And then starting with Noah. We know exactly what that's like after the last couple of days. Oh, it's wet and wild. I tried to give a homily about that this morning. It didn't really shake down too well, but basically about like nature takes us by force sometimes and just re- reminds us of the uh, absolute kind of loss of control that we have in life. We think we're so kind of controlled because I got my room, everything's dialed in in my basement. Next thing you know, it's flooded or whatever it might be, the situation. And um, it just takes us back to that. But then we live... Then we clean up disasters, and then we try and improve the way that we keep order and purpose and everything like yeah. that instead of turning back to God. But we're almost pretending a lot of times that we have more order in our lives, that things are held together, that everything's great, yeah. everything's fine, everything's uh, controlled in our lives. Now, at the risk of you being mocked like myself for going too long, you are at right. 15 minutes. So. How long is this supposed to be? You, you know. My, can, minor, I get, can I get my podcast, my other two? My podcasts are 15 minutes, but if you want to go 40 minutes, that's dream. fine. No, whatever. I've been listening to a half an hour podcast. Is that not right? Let's go to the second Hebrew lesson of the day. <laughs> I'll, try to, I'll try to get the rest in five minutes. Number two. But I wanted to talk about slip and slide. Oh, uh, okay. Can I talk about slip and slide and we end with tohu vabohu? Yeah. 
For sure. Okay. Okay. You're in charge. Look, we got well, now. I now I've built up the. You got a mustache. Side. All I wanted to say everybody. was that I Just really appreciate thing about simple. Stop. <laughs> I really appreciate simple toys now because all of the as you get older, then you, the toys have to get fancier. I want a fancy car. I want. I want a boat. I like sailing. I want. To, I, I want the iPhone. I drink. 4. I drink I Maker's Mark. I don't. I don't drink like Watch Capri it. Sun Watch anymore. It. I drink. Do you know how hard it is to get but, that straw okay. on a Capri Sun? Be careful know, with well, your images. it was never. But that's part of the fun as a kid. No. Right. Okay, so then you got this toy that's a slip and It's a piece of plastic you put on the yard, that's and right. then you spray water on it, and you slide. That is beautiful. I love that toy. And all my toys have gotten more expensive mm-hmm. and crazier and more complicated and heady. I want a slip and slide. Okay. What does that have to do with Tohu and Wobo? Oh, it doesn't have to do with Tohu. <laughs> Can I talk about it? <laughs> Shema Israel, Adonai Eluchenu, Adonai Echad. But the the slip and slide, which I thought was cool, like, and I wanted one. Then all of a sudden, they came out with Crocodile Mile. Do you remember that? So the, oh, yeah, the theme was that. like, you run, you slide, you hit the splash and take the dive. Crocodile Mile. That's like the song, the jingle, right? I know, but like, but in but fact, slip, it all was it the did, exact same thing all it did was slide. spray you in the face when you get to the end of the That's slip right. and slide. Yeah. But, like, I mean, every single time I was, you know, upset because I just wanted more and more and more, you know? Until now. Until now, I don't even have a slip and slide or a crocodile mile. Yeah, but now you now you got to go searching. <laughs> what are we looking for now? Uh, cycling. Cycling is a yeah. new thing. I love it, too. Uh, they're looking for cycling. I love it. I'm not happy with it, just a slip and Okay. Uh, Shema, Israel. I we were going to end with Tohu Vabohu. All right, yeah. Father John's got a shout out. No, 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 no. Do do Shema. Do Shema Israel. No, no, no. I gotta save something. No, you're not gonna be on this podcast just, for a couple of years. We're just gonna we're just gonna record a, another podcast right after this one. Okay, I'll do two, Oh stop it. I'll just do Shema and it'll be quick, okay? Deuteronomy Shema. Deuteronomy six four. So you have you have these great stories in Genesis and Exodus, right? And then you have the heart of the Pentateuch, the Torah, the law of the of uh, the Israelites, the law really for the, for Christians too. Um, but it, 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 at the center, there is a prayer from Moses that says, "Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad." Uh, Here, O Israel, the Lord your God is Lord alone. The Lord your God is one. And that word Shema means like listen, hear, but it also means obey, pay attention to God. Uh. And, and then it says, and you should love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Okay? Mm-hmm. So then this, this is at the center. It was the first uh, – well, okay, that's, that's speculative. Every go. Jew prays this prayer at the, in the morning and in the evening. It's I the most important prayer. The speculation is that I think it was the first prayer that Jesus ever learned, that Mary ever the taught Shema. to Jesus. Because it's yeah. like the Our Father, right? It's so central. It's so simple. Yeah. Yeah, and nice. it means everything. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your strength, right? When Jesus was asked, what is, what is religion about? What is life about? What is our religion about? What does he say? Love the Lord your... He says the Shema. Love the Lord your right. God with question. all your heart and your soul and, and your strength. Question. I'm and sorry to put you on the spot here. And love your neighbor as yourself. But why does Jesus add with all your mind? That's not in the Pentateuch. Oh no! Now you're in the get, gospel. Now you're getting us into the Septuagint. Come on now! Come on, just give it to us. Break so it down. Break it down real quick. There's Septuagint and there's the Hebrew Masoretic text. You're, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge everybody out there to go look this stuff up on the Wikipedia because I can't explain enough of it. But you had two text traditions. One of them is that way. One of them is uh, Masoretic. So text. the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation from what year, roughly? What century? 
Septuagint, well, it's reported to be around 300. I think we did a podcast on Septuagint, actually. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, it's under and in, that, in that one, it's uh, with your mind. Right. And then, and then in also, well, in varieties of that. And then also the Hebrew can mean, um, what is it? Both mind and soul. Is that it? Levavcha. Yeah. Nafshecha. Meodecha. So it, it can be translated variantly. Okay. But it means everything in you with those three. It's supposed to be comprehensive for the whole person. Very nice. That was a good answer. Thank you. You're just great. Thank you. I'm an exegete. You are a true exegete. <laughs> and um, in a couple of years, You're he'll be exegete. even more boring. We have a couple shout-outs. You know who's listening to this podcast? A lot of marked men for Christ. Yeah, yeah. I'm a marked man. You're Did a you marked know I'm man. a marked man? I didn't know that. They're listening to it, and uh, Father John Lager, who works with guys God all over bless the country, you, brothers. he said, give him a shout-out, and I said, sure. And then the other shout-out is Nick and Danielle, soon to be... Well, she's no longer going to be Gorse, but this is a friend of ours are getting married oh, yeah. next weekend. And uh, wait, Danielle is a friend of my sister's. They listen to the podcast. That's next weekend. That's next weekend. <laughs> this will be recorded on Wednesday, on the so they're going to hear that three days before their wedding. Yeah. Anyways, Gobel is not surprised to hear this because he. They listen to the podcast and they said, "Well, Deacon Gobel." Married on the twenty eighth. Yeah. Is that next weekend? Yeah. Two weeks. Okay. See? Hey, oh, he's on three it. days before your wedding, just know that he's an idiot. Nah, nah. They'll know that. So anyways, they listen to the podcast. I've been doing their wedding, and I said, I'd like to bring Nathan, Deacon Nathan, and they were excited about it. So It's awesome. Well, let me thank you for having me on the show. Good to have it's you. It's great to be back. Everybody out there, pray for Father Mike in Rome. It's the great first, to be back in Burbank. You're the first mustached uh, personality we've had on the podcast. I'm it is good to have you it. home. And safe travels back to Rome on Monday. Grazie mille. That's it. You run, you slide. Check out, check out the Gmail. Check out the internets. Check out the Facebook. Send us messages and God bless you for next week. Mm-hmm.